This is Mark McNeese with my co-host Rick Rose, and you're listening to another edition of The Twist. Welcome to The Twist Podcast, special post-midterm election edition. And Rick, I have got the blues. Don't you? I've got the blues. I do. And I've got the pink, too. We had a good good night for women as well. We did. And for LGBTQs and... Oh, my gosh. You know, and I posted on Facebook this morning because I'm not a hater. And I just... I. My whole thing with all of this was that one, I wanted to, I really wanted to believe in the system again. I, I know that so many of us felt powerless watching a, a Republican Senate that Congress that just completely rolled over for Donald Trump, right. and it was like that, that's you're you're a co-equal branch of government. When you opposed Obama, okay, fine, but we have three branches of government, and they had turned Congress into basically his, you know, his his lapdog, and I was. I, for one, I really wanted to win the House primarily for the sense of morale that it gave us, not because I'm I'm not into fighting. It wasn't about that. It was about believing in our system of government again. And I do. And I'm going to open this up for you, too. But I don't want impeachment. I really don't. It's like, let's vote the man out in 2020 if we can. I don't want impeachment. I, it's just going to make the country uglier and uglier. And um but I'm so glad that we took the House. I'm, I'm glad that Justin, I well, uh, can't remember, Polis won and all these gay people won and lesbians and Muslim women. It's fabulous. I just, I feel uh, it's kind of at peace today. And I'm not watching the news because I don't want to hear the tweets and all this, all this crap. How about you? Well, yeah. Well, you watched it well into the morning. I mean, here in Wisconsin alone, uh, the loss of Governor Walker, this is really his fourth election, his third term. Remember, one of those elections was a recall election that he won. And up until the last minute, Mark, we were watching at one in the morning and they were 70 points apart. Well, now, as it turns out, about 120, they did declare uh, Evers, his competitor, the winner by 1.1%. But Walker still is not conceded. He still says you got to come to the military. Oh, please. Ballots that have come in. And, they never concede. But he can't. No, and he can't do a recount because if it's over 1%, there's no time for a recount. George is the big one to watch, though, still, because... Down I thought in, it was over. You know, I thought Georgia was over. No, it's not. Uh, you know, Stacey Abrams, who would be the first black female governor, is contending she almost has 50% of the vote. What happens in the South, and this happened in Shreveport, too, is they have runoff elections. So several of my friends won with the highest percentage down in Shreveport. Uh, a friend for mayor, two friends for city council. But they have to go in a runoff on December 8th, and that's what would happen in Georgia if the final count shows that Stacey's got 50% of the vote. Right now, she's just hanging in at like 48, 49%. So that's why it's not officially over yet. Well, I was very happy for Wisconsin because, you know, I, I loved that state back in the back when it was a blue state. And I, I mean, I still do, but I was so happy to get rid of Walker. And then I was really thrilled for Stephanie Mott, our, our transgender friend uh, in Topeka, who's just a fierce, uh, fabulous, kind, beautiful human being. Uh, to see uh, Kovac lose, to to see them get a, a Democratic governor, it's like, oh my gosh, I was so happy for her and for all of the and people in Kansas. Yes, and a, and a woman. Women did women yeah, did amazingly a... well. Now, on the, I'll just say this uh, for the for Florida and um, Georgia too, but probably, and I nobody's going to come out and say this because we don't want to think it. But I, you know, I just I'm always going to think that if Gillum had been white. He might have pulled. He might have won this because I. I do believe there are people who will never tell you that they won't vote for a black person, 
but when they get into the booth because it happened with Tom Bradley in California years ago when I lived there he was 12, oh, he yeah. was he was 12 points ahead to be the governor and I woke up in the morning and he had lost and a lot of people were telling pollsters and what have you oh I'm for Tom Bradley and then and then he didn't and so I maybe I'm wrong but I just I think that might have been part of the reason but he came so close and his concession speech was beautiful. I think he's I think he did amazing things for the Democratic Party and and for the people of Florida and Beto O'Rourke too, man. He's not a loser. Oh my god, look what he pulled off in Texas. Oh, I know. And what they did, they both have a bright future on the, you know, on the national level. They both made changes and even those really close uh contests and congressional uh seats they were so close, you know, and I agree with you. I do think, too, I will say, and I, I would agree, I think there's people that go out and vote against as well in elections, and I think that's the case there. I'm, I, I do believe it's true. We still have a lot of disenfranchisement, you know, down in Georgia, Florida, North Dakota, Texas. They still got to look at those election systems, and I hope, like when you're talking about what the Congress will take on, you know, I hope they look at some of those issues instead of just going for impeachment. When speaking to that, a couple of things like you talked about. Yeah, the youngest congresswoman ever out the Bronx, the first black congresswoman from uh, Massachusetts. Uh, of course, uh, two Muslim women, two Native American women. One who was one is a lesbian. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, and from uh, and then I love this one, the Jewish governor who's gay. You know. Out oh of, yes, like Jared Polis. Yeah. I didn't know he was of Jewish faith, did you? That I did not know. No, so. I didn't know he's gay. You know, I don't pay attention to every race, but um, yeah, I didn't know he's gay either. Like, wow, oh, that's awesome. That, and, that was the first bright spot of the night. And then also when you look at Congress, 112 women in Congress, 10 more pickups in the Senate, so it's a total of 20 female senators, and 100 or 92 or something in uh, Congress. So that's history right there. It is, and and history too. In our little township, Kingwood Township, Frank and I voted District Two, I, we, uh, I, for for Malinowski, and he beat Lance. Lance was the Republican, and I, uh, our neighbor, uh, he's eighty years old. His name's Bob. Uh, he's just adorable. He's a great, great guy. But he had a Lance <laughs> sign in his yard, and we had a Malinowski sound. And I'm just to me, that's an example of how we can live together. We can appreciate each other and have differences and it's OK. But it was so nice that my first vote in New Jersey was for a winner. <laughs> that's, uh, I love it. That's a good feeling. Well, we did. You did have a gay governor there, but he wasn't out gay. Remember McGreevy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was Well, I didn't live here then. No, no, no. That was bad. Also, I want to shout out. You mentioned Wisconsin. U.S. Cabinet Secretary Donna Shalala, who also ran the Clinton Foundation, because she was uh, Secretary of Health and Human Services under Clinton. She also was uh, the head of the University of Wisconsin system here. She will be the oldest elected uh, congressperson uh, going in at 77 years old. She won down in a heavy Cuban uh, market down in Florida. She beat uh, a TV personality that was running for that position. Uh, a Latina, and uh, that's a big win for her as well. And Tammy Baldwin, and um, Menendez. Menendez got reelected. We were worried about him because he's not a great candidate, and his ads here were like pathetic. Um, but he he won. He's still in the Senate. You know. Yeah, that I think he needs to. I think one. he needs to retire, honestly. But he's still there. Yeah. Well, you know, McCaskill was a big loss. Heidi Heitkamp. Those were big losses in that. You know, kind of senior. Well, Heitkamp had a junior seat, but older women losing the senatorship 
those were two big losses. I mean, it would have put us at equal standing, you know. would have been interesting if we were at a 50-50. But um, McCaskill was really interesting because, well, both of these women, because of their, their vote with Kavanaugh, they knew their seats would be up. And they both lost to white men. And it is what it is. I will say, though, did you see what happened down in Rowland County, down in Kentucky? No, talk Kim to Davis me. Lost. Kim Davis lost. Oh, Kim that was Davis so cool, too. The guy that she wouldn't give a license to. A marriage right. license. Well, that was that's sweet. That is like sweet. That's sweet in my coffee. My whole day is sweet from that. Uh, I am sweet, sweet baby. But it's great. I mean, I always I was sitting with some friends, very few friends, because I just didn't want a repeat of my emotional feelings two years ago. So I was self caring and protect myself. But the friends that I had over, I mean, just three friends. Were we you, were talking about were you, were you stat? Were you like downing the herbal tea, the chamomile? No, no, no. I was uh, I was all over the old fashioned last night, Mark. I'm in Wisconsin, you know. We yeah. were drinking, but anyway, I was self caring that way. In that, um, just remembering that it really does happen on the local level, and that's why I think the house is so critical. I mean, you know, all the way up, like you said, but I think the smaller level the better. I did want to make one more comment. You know, there's whole discussion is supposed to get a step down, and she could take on Trump. Could it get ugly? I am so grateful. Checks and balances have restored, like you said. Um, but it'll be interesting because there's the other point. Maybe she's going to just focus on his impeachment and leave. I'm with Ooh, you. Pelosi? Let's move on from that. Yeah. She maybe that'll to... be her mission to impeach the president. And step well, down. I don't I think don't it should be. I think it's a huge mistake. The country doesn't need that. What I, what no, I, we well, first of all, I just, I want to add here before I forget a couple other things that I were, that happened last night. Um, millions of voters in Florida had their voting rights restored because they passed a referendum, whatever you call it down there, to restore voting rights to uh, certain felons, which I completely support. I do not think that being sentenced to prison uh, should mean that you can never vote again. I think that's ridiculous and outrageous and un-American. And it's also, you know, it's it's all, it's long been a way to, to also cut down on the black vote. You just throw them in prison and they can't vote anymore. Uh, first opium les openly what did I say first open open lesbian woman was elected mayor in Florida good for her we had the first this is all from salon I think first uh, Latinx um, I got to get see there's a new one we always got new stuff and it's not too new but you and I we got to get into the Latinx stuff um, Latinx Latinx uh, congresswoman from Texas the first woman senator of Tennessee wee wee and of course, the big ones, a Democrat one in Kansas. I just like, I cannot get over that. The first Native American women were elected to Congress. It just goes on and on. So, a lot of good stuff. You know, everybody spends it. You know, like I said, I'm not watching the news today. I don't want to hear Trump and his bullshit triumphalist crap. Uh, to me, this yeah. is, to me, this is like passing a line now where I can just ignore his. His ugliness, because he's an ugly man. They don't think he is. They, we see things the way we see them, and you can't make somebody see see you know green when they see orange. You just can't do it. But to me, he's an ugly human being, and um, I don't. I'm not interested in what his what what nonsense he puts out on a daily basis. But I am thrilled that we've got some kind of check on him. And I don't. I think. Um, I think Pelosi should have. I'm in favor of term limits, honestly, but or at least you know what 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 uh, in in lieu of that a retirement age. I'm sorry, but if you have to retire, oh, if you if you can't fly a plane after 65, a commercial airliner, 
I just believe in a retirement age. I don't think when we founded this country, uh, the, the lifespan was like 60 years or something. I don't want Supreme Court justices on there until they're 95, and I don't want people in Congress. And, and Nancy needs to leave for any number of reasons. As long as they can find somebody who, who is competent and can like really do the job, she needs to go. The young Democrats are sick of this shit. She's, a, she's actually, she's been a very effective House leader. People, I don't know why people hate her, but I think part of it's because she's a woman and she's a very powerful, successful woman. But she's also been, a, she was a very successful House leader. Uh, but it's time for the next generation, I believe that. Well, I agree about retirement. I was talking to a friend this morning, Donna, you know, my friend Donna, about... Donna uh, Shalala? No, well, she she won, right? Donna, no, Donna, my best buddy out in Connecticut. Anyway, oh, okay. she was oh out yeah, with, yeah, uh, yeah, Donna. Up at, yeah, yeah, the people you really yeah, come to Donna. see when you come here. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, we're going to go down that path. No. 91-year-old friend last night, still driving her car, and I love that. I'm all, I'm all about that, but I agree. I mean... I think to make the comment about one of the things Claire McCaskill from Missouri talked about was stepping down. I mean, she did lose to a young, you know, although he was on the Republican side, a young man. And she was talking about the young vote and how the Democratic Party has to find that younger voice. We did see it in Texas. Beto did uh, benefit from, I think it was like 400 percent increase in voters uh, under a certain age, you know, under like 30 or under 20 or some, some phenomenal number. And you also see it, too. I mean, I, and, and, and to your point, I mean, it is time for that party to find a voice. You know, now there's talk, you know, today is the beginning of the presidential election in theory. Um, and there's talk, you know, like Biden getting in again and who our candidates could be on the Democratic side. Hillary's even, they're even talking about her. No, like, absolutely not. <laughs> no, and, and part of that's an age thing to me. And I agree with you. It's funny that we're both saying that as, as, as we're aging. But, you know, Mark, what's interesting was talking to one of my friends last night. He's super bright, super brilliant about it. I didn't realize you have to be a member of Congress to be the Speaker of the House. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. So there was discussion that if Pelosi steps down, I mean, I hate all these conjectures, but I just got to state it because it's kind of interesting. They could, the Democrats could put Hillary Clinton in as Speaker of the House. And once... <laughs> Pence and Trump go, she become president. Wouldn't that be wild? That would be wild and a huge mistake. Um, and, you know, I also think that their life gives us windows of opportunity. And when they close, you need to accept that. I think I said to Frank yeah. yesterday, Hillary Clinton would have won in 2008. I absolutely believe she would have won in 2008. But Obama came on the scene and that now we know what happened. Yeah. It's, it hurt that her that is gone. That is gone. And I'm a, I think kind of think the same thing with Biden. I absolutely believe he would have beat Donald Trump, but he didn't run. He wasn't the nominee. And it's it's time. We've got to find somebody else. We've got to find other people who can lead this country in a, in a better work who could as, you know, yeah. v, you know, president or VPs, people who are young and energetic and can take us into the future and. You know, that's what I think about it because I'm, yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, anyways, you go on, talk to me. <laughs> no, 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 that's all I got about the election. I totally, uh, I totally, totally, <laughs> totally, totally agree. You know, um, one of my favorite skits, guys, if you haven't seen it, you need to. I think it was last season on Saturday Night Live. I think I shared it with you, Mark. I love this skit. It's about the old folks in the Democratic Party. If you think about it, from Sherman on down, I mean, they're all like old and they're like, we are the re energized party. And then they got Tim Mc Tim Kaine, he did win last night also. Yeah, good for um, him. Who was, but yeah, it was awesome. But um, speaking in Spanish, and it's time for a new voice, a young voice. Jared Polish, people like that. I mean, um, I think that, you know, the Democratic wins in uh, gubernatorial seats 
is a sign even stronger. Oh, yeah, we took a bunch of governorships. And I think that leads to what's going to happen with the 2020 uh, presidential vote. There's no point. There's no question in my mind. If we find that right candidate to what you're saying, the Democrats will take control in 2020. And it is bye-bye Trump. There is no I hope so, and I and I also I also believe the economic experts that saying we're headed for a recession. It may come after the election, but but what goes up comes down, and we're it, they're all saying that we're headed for a serious economic uh, situation in the next few years. It'll be interesting to see. Did you uh, when you and Frank watched last night? Were there any commentary? Like I was so annoyed by the newscasters because. It was reminiscent of what happened two years ago when they got all their predictions wrong and then the tides started changing. They all just dropped their jaws like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. We all called Hillary early in the night. Did any of, the, did any of them speak to you or do they just annoy the shit out of you like they do me? Well, we watch mostly MSNBC because we're, we're um, part of the liberal mob. Um, Rachel was, was snarky as always, but I do like her. She's, I just think she thinks she's the smartest person in the room. I don't know why I think that. And she might be, she might be, but what was like uh, Kornacki, Steve Kornacki, you know who he is, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's good. And he's gay. I don't know if he, he's, he came out like four or five years ago, but anyways. Well, didn't Rachel just come out too? Oh, yeah, Matt Al's been, Matt Al's been an out lesbian for years well, and years I, and years. Oh, come I on, thought Rick. she just came out like this last year. Oh, I don't please, know. What no. do I know? But anyways, um, as I try to finish my thought, uh, I was getting, because they got to fill all this time. It's just like they're constantly talking. And then they're going back oh. to Kornacki, who's, he kept using Trump and Clinton references when he was looking at the maps. Well, Trump won this district. I would, know. It's like, what does that have to do with any fucking thing? But um, yeah, it got really annoying. But uh, we live to see the light. <laughs> well, they were well, yeah, they were doing that on NBC too. They were comparing the Florida gubernatorial election to the percentage of votes that Clinton and Trump got down there. I said this is an apples to apples. This is stupid. But I will shout out to Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace was on NBC as a commentarian, and she really got some good digs in at Trump. Now she she was a Republican until 2016. She was the White House communications director under Bush. Then now declared herself to be an independent. She also was a senior advisor for McCain in his 2008 election. She is witty and smart and got the, just got him in when she needed to about Trump. And if there was anybody I didn't need to see last night, Mark, and then I'll shut up, it was Sarah flipping, flipping whatever her name is. Palin? You know I mean? the, one, the one that, the one no, that destroyed no, no. McCain's legacy? In well, part. yeah, I'm not a fan. Of no, I didn't see her. I think she's gone. The, the communications director, what's oh, her Huckabee name? Oh, Huckabee Sanders. Know, Oh, geez. I'm going to puke. I just didn't need to see her last night. Sarah, Man anyway. Sarah, Sarah Manatee Sanders. I'll get blasted for that. Um, that was not nice. Not well, nice, Mark. Okay. If you can call a man, a man a pig, why can't you call a woman a pig? Have you th ever wondered not that? Nice, like, people Mark. call men pigs all the time. But you can't call a but woman a pig. you a manatee. You think? Oh, okay. So you pick the next best thing. Manatees are gotcha. adorable special animals. Um, <laughs> special, yes. I would agree. Now, oh my God! But um, yeah, you want to hit some headlines, or what do you want to do? Yeah, I got some headlines. It's not all about politics. It's not all about this. But yeah, I'm sitting good. I feel good. I'm driving in a blue state as I'm driving from southern Wisconsin to northern Wisconsin, and uh, you're off to a senior breakfast this morning. Yeah, and I'm now I'm living in a blue district that is very Republican. Used was to really red until yesterday, and in a very blue state. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. It's like taking a bath. You got some stuff. You got some stuff going on, though. Did you see? I mean, we're going to move into headlines. Ding, ding. Are you dinging? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, for those that haven't listened to the podcast, we have a dinger, but I want to start because I like to gross you out with my headlines. This happened in New Jersey, Mark. Uh, I forget the name of this little city, but you better stay away from the Dunkin' Donuts over there. A woman went in with her kid. She claims her Dunkin' Donuts sandwich was crawling with bugs. Wow. She tasted it, felt the worm in her mouth, and saw a worm on her lips. Oh, my then God. Then opened up the... <laughs> gross. She returned to the restaurant to explain the owner just said he would look into it, didn't do anything, and then National uh, Dunkin' Donuts came to defense. Yeah, she found many war- worms, larvae, flies, and gnats on the sandwich. Uh, i got to move on. That is disgusting. You like that stuff, though. I do. I like to gross you out. Oh, it just grossed me out. Uh, Japanese man skips rope. You know, I like world records. I talk about them on the show a lot. 151,409 times in 24 hours. By the end, he just put the rope down. He was just jumping and coming to jump himself the rope. Anyway, leave it to this uh, guy in Japan. He did uh, very, very good. I did want to say something poignant. Did you know, have you, you, so you saw the Lady Gaga movie. I say it's Lady Gaga movie. Yeah. Brad Cooper's movie as well. Well, I want to get deeply emotional, but I had a, a lot a friend left us this week, as you know, and I went through a lot with it. And one of the things that happened is she had went to see uh, A Star is Born. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was tragic. I mean, it's not a happy ending, folks. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, New Zealand came out and they put a claimer on. It was, originally, the film was rated M, unrestricted, suitable for 16-year-olds and over. But the film commissioner decided he had to put a, uh, a disclaimer on talking about suicide. Right. I had. I had, actually. I never thought about that. That's. I'm glad they did that, because if you're, yeah, if you're in that state of mind, it's you shouldn't be watching this movie. Well, and I think it was great. He and he complimented the movie, and I, I'm just. I mean, now you have to put uh, disclaimer on there. Not only did we swear, but we broke news. Whatever you call that thing. What's that called? Sleeper shocker. Sleeper shocker. No, um, uh, spoiler. Spoiler. There's a spoiler, but I think it's important. And well, it's it, been out a long hey, time. It's like, come on, who, who? If you haven't seen the movie yeah, by now, you deserve a spoiler, really. Well, and they were saying, you know, it was done well. The suicide isn't seen on camera. It's intimated. You can kind of see it through a garage door to get specific, but uh, and they complimented the movie handling depression and handling those issues well. But they said we don't need any more triggered calls from people. Right. You know, young people, particularly who see the movie, that are triggered. Um, I'm just putting it out there because if we can prevent someone from going into a situation like that, too, it's important. And then one last story. This woman claims she had sex with 20 ghosts, and now she's engaged to one of them. Oh, my gosh. Her name Jeez. is Am- Amethyst Realm. R-E-A-L-M. Amethyst Realm. Anyway, well, I, you know, I totally support her right to marry, though, if it's, you know, as long as it's a human ghost. Well, yeah, it was like that kid in Singapore, wherever that, you know, had to marry that cow because he had sex with the cow. But uh, she had sex with 20 ghosts. She, uh, she said that ghost lovers, quote, tend to be more sensual and adapt, and adapt more sensual and adept than the average bloke. Well, I hope she doesn't have a baby met ghost. Her. I hope not either. But she did meet her ghost. She's Australian. She met him when she was on a hiking trail in... Uh, in um, Australia. Okay, enough of that story. It's just weird. My turn. Yes. I'm just doing headlines because we're we're gonna we it was really about the elections, and I know you're driving, and I don't want you to, to have an accident. Um. Well, I well I'll I'll get to the pescatarian last. Scientists say Omumamu 
I don't know how to per se it. Object could be an alien spacecraft. This actually I saw a while ago in the news, and now it's back in the news. It looks like a cigar. It's like an asteroid, but it looks like a cigar. And um, it's really weirdly shaped and moving like it shouldn't be moving. So scientists are thinking it could be an alien probe. Honestly, truly. Uh, Amaz wow, wow. Amazon is looking at Long Island City. I go LIC. I lived in Astoria, which is right next to Long Island City. So I hope that there's a headquarters there. But now that now, of course, they're the the people are in the the area are complaining that it's going to add too much to the subway system and all this other stuff. But I think it's awesome. Tiny houses multiply amid big issues as communities tackle homelessness. Um, there there's a community that's starting to put up like little tiny houses for homeless people, which which I happen to think is a really good idea. Uh, yeah. with bugs, you're never alone. I'm not going to click on that. But, um, yeah, I didn't have a lot of headlines today because it was all about the elections. Now, I am, I am doing a pescatarian, uh, mostly vegan diet. Uh, this started a couple weeks ago. Frank met some neighbors. He knows everybody now in the neighborhood, in the area. <laughs> I love it. And they're, so and funny. they're, and they're vegans. And the guy, the husband, I think he's the husband, but he lost like 80 pounds and he said all of these health issues he had, went away so and i've got inflammation and i'm overweight i said well that's i should really try that and frank too so we have really been mostly vegan for um almost two weeks but i will eat fish so it's a pescatarian but i'm off meat and dairy and i i know people who say i'm a vegetarian i but i just eat fish you're not a vegetarian if you're if you're a vegetarian you do not eat fish uh, and same thing. So I'm not going to say I'm a vegan, but I eat fish. That's to me. That's like no. Educate yourself. Um, so I'm a pescatarian who doesn't eat meat or dairy. How's that sound? No, that's good. I mean, you know, I was a vegetarian for 11 years or whatever when I wasn't drinking too. When I lived in LA, all through my 30s as a vegetarian that didn't drink. I wasn't even a pescatarian. I just didn't eat flesh. So. Uh, there's so many ways. There's Omni, whatever, Octa, whatever, whatever. But it's vegan, Mark, not vegan. Vegan, vegan. I prefer vegan, but I'll say vegan. It does. It's got one e. How can it be vegan with one e? I don't know, but you can be whatever you want. Right. Well, that's, actually, it's kind of like my guest on the um, One Thing or Another podcast that is now up. It's an interview only podcast, and her. I just did one yesterday. If I posted it, it's um one thing or another podcast.com and people can of course can email subscribe to that and the twist they get both of both podcasts in a single email just go to the website or the twist podcast.com oh, and sub, i'm going to subscribe you by the way and um oh was i going to say her name is molly diva divas divas and this but it's the cat whisperer right but there's only which there's only one e in it yeah but she says it's funny on her website she says people call her the cat whisperer but she doesn't use that term because she said whispering to cats is not very effective she's a fat oh, yeah she's just a fabulous human being you have to listen to it uh, she knows so much about cat behavior, and she's helped us because I found her because we adopted a cat that came from a hoarder situation, Wilma. She's sitting on the chair behind me right now. But if I turn around or if Frank walks into the room, she will run under the couch. So Molly has really helped us with that. And then we just got a new one named Peanut, who is upstairs. And she's got she's got the guest suite upstairs for a few days with the door closed um, to try and introduce her right and partly because Jesse, our our elder cat, who's 20, 20 years old and fading, we I don't think she's going to be around a lot longer. And we like to cat. Plus, I've been um, Peanut was at the pet store through the Animal Alliance. It's not a pet store selling cats. 
uh, she was she was there from the Animal Alliance of New Jersey, and I've been watching her for like going in and saying hi for three months. She was in a cage for three months, uh, five years wow. old. Beautiful cat, but she's wow. she's our newest family member. I uh, posted pictures to our uh, our uh, you know our podcast. What what do we have a podcast with? A Instagram account. Yeah, you gotta put a picture up there. I did. I, I don't did. think you have it. I put, a, I put a picture of Peanut I'll, yesterday. I also, I also did it today. I put a screenshot of the podcast because I don't think oh, you can. I don't know if you can like put links in it. I don't know about Instagram. I don't not know that much. You can, but they don't like hot link up and Instagram. No, no, no. I just visual. put a screenshot of the podcast so people can. Anyone who's interested can look it up. Well, you know, it's so cool. I was talking to a friend the other day, and she said, "Oh, I'm going to catch up on your podcast while I'm traveling today." I didn't even know she listened to him. Oh yeah. no! It was a boy. It was a guy. I don't know. A lot of people do. And now, was a guy and we're all over the place. We got Libsyn. We got the the twistpodcast.com, We got iTunes. We got Stitcher. We got SoundCloud. And now we have Castbox, which I had not heard of, but a listener, a listener said, "You know how people are. It's like, why don't you just click on the link and listen to it?" But he said, "Oh, I wish you were on Castbox. Then I subscribe can subscribe to you." Okay, so I we're on Castbox now, which is just another podcast service. You know. Well, shout out to him, and I shouldn't be so surprised people are listening. We do a podcast for a reason. Although I want to tell people the cool part of the podcast, Mark and I have been friends like 30 years, mm-hmm. and so that's our weekly touch-in, too. We're just letting you in on an intimate conversation because, truthfully, this is how we'd be talking with or without a microphone running, Well, right? yeah, and as we, may, as we make the world a bluer place. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. We need everybody's help with that. i got a quote for the end of the show. I don't yeah, know if you, you do it one. because we're there. Okay, good. And it's from a Twitter from a guy named Adam Best. I don't think it's the writer-producer guy, but whatever. I like it. Claire McCaskill and Heidi Heitkamp deserve huge props even in defeat. They both voted against Brett Kavanaugh knowing that in red states it could cost them their jobs. They did it because leaving Dr. Ford was the right thing to do. Better to lose a race than your soul. Absolutely. I totally believe that. Rick, it's been great. I know you're on the road. You're doing cell phones. And it was just so nice to um, have such an upbeat podcast because it, it could have gone the other way. We could have been like saying, I don't want to talk to anybody right now for about 24 hours. But it didn't. It, oh, went, it, it went a good way for the country. Not in, Like I said at the beginning, it's not triumphalism. I'm not like I'm not going to um, gloat or any of that crap because I don't. I don't, I'm not about that, but I'm just so glad to believe again in my system of government. Totally yeah. agree. And I think, uh, like, again, and again, checks and balances is back, baby. And I think that's a healthy thing on both, both sides. Well, I'm going to check you. You, can, right. ba- you can balance me. And we'll next week I'm going to be talking to you after I have both an endoscopy and a colonoscopy at the same time. I mean, not at the same moment because that's like tubes in both ends. But it's like I'm going to be out and, I'm, and oh. they're going to they're gonna do the endoscopy and then the going to do the colonoscopy so i can't wait to report oh. i'll take a oh. I'll, no but i'll do i'll do like a, a facetime or something you can oh, watch i'm ready for that dungan donut worm sandwich that's no. even better oh. <laughs> all right no it's awesome and it is great you're getting a health check i am doing a colonoscopy again this year too it's important guys okay all right thanks. drive safely see you thanks for listening yeah have a good day mark bye, bye. guys